MoneyWeb at Midday for all your up-to-date stories. Now, Transnet's new chief executive officer has described the Durban port crisis as a case of Rome burning. This weekend, the country was also plunged into another bout of stage six load shedding. That is said to be costing the country something in the region of 900 million rand a day. Obviously, the impact is dire. I want to get a view now from Investec chief economist Annabel Bishop. And Annabel, let's start with the consequences of a return to stage six. So we've seen stage six load shedding really only for two days, the uh, obviously Friday and Saturday of the past weekend. But our um, electricity minister has actually warned that stage six load shedding can cost the country up to a billion rand a day. So, yeah, it is quite worrying, um, Jeremy. And of course, you know, stage six load shedding in 22, he reminds us, resulted in over 620,000 people losing their jobs. And um, projections are that these numbers will go up to 830,000. So it's a huge worry. But I think we need to unpack, you know, where it came from. And obviously, that was due to lower diesel availability for the open gas cycle turbines, you know, the diesel generators, which South Africa uses in times of crisis, when our electricity demand exceeds supply. And of course, as well, um, they also um, made some usage of pumped storage, which is, of course, the hydroelectrics we have coming from Lesotho. But essentially, you know, it did cause volatility in the RAND. The RAND breached 19 to the US dollar on Friday as a consequence of this. And um, we even saw some foreign net selling of South Africa government bonds. So there was quite a substantial amount of mm. outages. And, of course, we had uh, five units, generating units, go off in 24 hours. So it seems like it's been a temporary crisis. Um, the stage six that's been resolved by the delivery of diesel and our minister as well said that you know over the next three months we're going to get an additional 3,200 megawatts coming online so you know the stage six is not persistent we saw Sunday with stage four and then Monday with stage three look you know we, we do have some up and down momentum in the electricity situation as we eventually move towards resolving it and this weekend obviously very unfortunate especially the impact on the RAND but looking forward into next year you know we do anticipate that we should eventually move to you know less um, of these types of incidences of load shedding that, that we saw the past weekend. And Annabel, add to that the ongoing crisis at the Durban port and you have a real sentiment issue here, don't we? Yes, and that's exactly right, Jeremy. You know, it comes on the back of a grave concern about this huge container crisis, which now, of course, our transit <laughs> government um, officials have said that could last out until um, February next year. I mean, no one really wants to hear that. It's, it's a huge negative impact, both domestically for manufacturers and, of course, you know, vehicle imports as well is a big problem. You know, that um, Durban Harbour obviously uh, also exports uh, bulk commodities, but it brings in motor vehicles. And it is obviously very damaging for the economy. You know, the bottom line is that obviously seen, if you look at Bloomberg's basket of currencies, emerging market currencies, we've seen the majority of these strengthen on dollar weakness in the anticipation that obviously we've reached the end of the US interest rate hike cycle, that we're going to see um, interest rate cuts next year in the US. But Bloomberg's points out that, you know, really South Africa's actually been left behind here. It's missed out on the biggest rally for this, you know, asset class um, emerging market since January. And, you know, not just the load shedding, but also, of course, as well, South Africa's populist policies. We've seen uh, the NHI make progress through um, 
the different uh, bodies it needs to go through to get passed. And of course, now it went through the National Council of Provinces recently. It's on its way to being signed into law by government, so by, by the president and obviously government. So all of these factors are obviously creating negativity for foreign investors. We only have the elections next year, um, likely in April or May. And of course, support for the ANC is expected to wane, which will reduce <laughs> the seats in mm-hmm. parliament and make it more difficult for it to pass these types of very populist left-wing policies. But again, it's also an erosion to sentiment. The challenge, of course, is to have a stronger and more robust response from government. Uh, Do you think that is happening? Absolutely. Look, I mean, there is um, a lot of talk about increasing the access for the private sector. There's problems, as we know, with the transmission lines in South Africa, um, electricity, you know, being taken from where it's generated to around the country, mainly in the east of the country and obviously a lot of renewables in the west. So those uh, structural issues need to be overcome. Obviously, supports at the top with government to bring in the private sector, both in terms of, you know, energy generation and transmission for electricity and, of course, in the operation of the ports, bringing in uh, the private sector as well in terms, or should we say sections of the ports and bringing in the private sector in as well for, um, you know, rail lines. All of those factors are very well supported. You know, uh, feedback's been that the problems really come from lower down the chain in terms of implementation. You know, uh, private sector investors often running into regulatory hurdles or slow uh, turnaround from civil servants in terms of obviously needing to get necessary clearance on certain issues. So, you know, I don't think it's a smooth path yet. And I think government actually needs to do a lot more to facilitate private sector involvement and investment in these two key areas, you know, power and freight in South Africa. And if you look at both of these crises, then in the short term, no good news for growth. The short term is right, you know, and the short term often can be less than a year. So I would say certainly the next few months. Look, I would say in the second half of next year, there's expectation that we're going to see an improvement in electricity supply, perhaps even in the second quarter. Obviously, the quicker we can clear the backlog of the Durban ports as well, that's extremely important. You know, there have been obviously concerns about the aging infrastructure at the Durban port, the Durban harbour, not able to get ships through in and out quickly. And of course, even these large roll-on, roll ships that come with big containers sometimes even deciding not to even stop at the Durban Harbour because it just becomes too difficult, the waiting time. So all of these are really negative factors that South Africa needs to turn around. So I think you're quite right in identifying, certainly for the next six to eight months, South Africa should continue to see many of these issues. But of course, if the minister says that we're getting another 3,200 megawatts of electricity uh, supply coming online uh, and that's capacity, then obviously that will be helpful. It's not enough to eradicate load shedding and therefore not enough to actually best boost investor sentiment because what investors obviously want is they want free market dynamics in South Africa. They want a lot more private sector participation, provisions and supply of electricity, but also, of course, distribution and the same for the ports as well. You know, South Africa needs to see a privately owned port operated by the private sector and our rails need to be boosted as well. So sadly, uh, Jeremy, short term, you know, it's, it's a negative prognosis and I think it's reflected in the currency as well. Longer term, Term, hopefully we start to see some repair and you know qu- some quickening of a res- right. resolution to some of the issues still continue to hold it back. Annabel Bishop, I'm going to leave it there. Chief Economist at Investec, appreciate the sentiment.